Hi everyone, it's Ryan. And I'm Matthew. And I'm Logan. And uh, also, Nolan and Brendan are here in spirit just because of scheduling this. Uh, they couldn't be on the call. Um, but if you follow our feed regularly, you know that back in June when the Black Lives Matter protests were taking, uh, taking to the streets, we took a week off from releasing podcasts to encourage our listeners to, you know, use that time to not listen to us and to listen to black voices. And uh, we wanted to be back here today to reaffirm that black lives do matter and that it, um, we think it's very important that as white men hosting a podcast for fun, that we recognize and acknowledge our privilege in America. Yep, and it's it, it's sad that we have to talk about this again, that we have to bring this back up, but the current events have necessitated this, and uh, we do think it is very important to make a statement about the shooting of Jacob Blake and the subse- subsequent killing of two protesters in Kenosha, Washington, Wisconsin, forgive me, by a white supremacist terrorist. Um, we absolutely condemn these acts. They are evil immoral and they should be condemned by everyone and the police in america in these two cases and in so many you know countless other cases have not done enough to condemn these acts and frequently instigate the systemic violence against black people and uh yeah i just want to throw in real quick before logan says his his piece uh that we fully support the milwaukee bucks the nba and all other sports leagues and players that took a stand to see real change and um yeah, we support them fully in doing yeah. what they do. Yeah, so in a minute here, some uncomfortably upbeat Star Wars homage music is going to start. Uh, and Brendan and Ryan are going to talk about Star Wars The Clone Wars in a way that might feel like it's just a little too silly uh, for the gravitas of this moment. And, you know, we always release these episodes for absolutely zero monetary gain. We just want to entertain people and, you know, let them forget about what's wrong with the world and their lives so that they can just listen to some college kids goof off talking about stuff. Uh, so if you need a break from the tragedy, the absolute tragedy surrounding our world right now, uh, we, of course, welcome you to listen to this episode and others on the feed, as well as to seek out and listen to black voices. Uh, and if this episode just doesn't feel right for you right now, for whatever reason, we totally understand. And we sincerely hope to see you back here whenever you're ready. Uh, yeah, so like I said before, uh, Nolan and Brendan uh, are, are here with us in spirit. They could not be on the call um, for either work or moving reasons, um, but we just wanted to say that quick before this episode of Octo Island. So uh, uh, thank you both for being here and having this, uh, this dialogue with us. So uh, enjoy this episode of Octo Island and Black Lives Matter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Octo Island Podcast, the Twisted Mug Media Network's premier Star Wars Expanded Universe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ryan. I'm Brendan. That and was that great. was our overly exaggerated cold open. Yeah, that was excellent. Um, for our, uh, this is the episode that is starting our review of season two of The Clone Wars. Go back Here and go. listen to all of our reviews of season one, uh, including our season one wrap-up show. Yeah. Very exciting. But uh, Brendan, it's just the two of us here today. Um, kind of add some scheduling problems and we want to get this, you know, this episode out to the people. Um, but I feel okay about it because these aren't the most, you know, impactful episodes on the show. But, um, yeah, before we get about? into the episodes proper, you have seen some of this show before, correct? Have you seen these episodes before this, ep- before this, this run? I had seen these episodes before. I, um, this, this was not where my cutoff was, I believe, I believe I saw through, like, season three and then stopped. Oh, okay. Um, so we've still got a while to go before we get into, like, new territory for me. Um, but I remember these episodes. I remember thinking that they were kind of um, an interesting expansion on the character of Cad Bane. Um, yeah. We're just getting a lot of Cad Bane right now. Which is great. Um, yeah, he's a great character. Yeah, this is... Uh, uh, I'm the super fan of the show. Brendan's the one on the show that has seen part of it. And then we normally also have Nolan and Matt, who... Matt is a super fan who hasn't seen it in a while. And Nolan is the newbie. Um, but on this episode, it's just me and Brendan, so that's, you're stuck with us. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, these are episodes that I'd obviously seen before uh, a couple of times, probably. But honestly, some of the episodes I've probably seen the least. Um, I, I remembered most of it. There were even some things in this episode where I was like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. So, 
So let's go ahead and get into it. So we are, as you can see uh, by the title of the episode, we are reviewing the first three episodes of season two, the Holocron heist, Children of the Forest, whatever you want to call it, that story arc with Cad Bane. So uh, the first episode we're going to be talking about, it's called Holocron Heist. Uh, the little plot summary here on the uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars official episode guide by Jason Fry, uh, not wrapped in plastic if you listen to Back in Style. Um, <laughs> after uh, after disobeying orders on the battlefield, Ahsoka is assigned to help uh, strict Jedi Jocasta New in the Jedi archives, but her dull punishment proves eventful. Bounty hunter Cad Bane, his droid Toto 360, and shapeshifter Kato Parasiti break into the Jedi Temple in a plot to steal an ancient Jedi holocron. Bane knows uh, breaking into the Jedi Temple is a big deal, so he demands a starfighter and twice his usual pay. His client, the mysterious Darth Sidious, impatiently agrees. Bane devises a plot. Parasiti will take the form of a Jedi Master, enter the archives, and access temple diagrams. He will then tell Bane and Toto 360 where to break in. Ahsoka versus Jocasta. After Parasiti takes down, takes the form of Librarian Jocasta New, Ahsoka duels the deception. It says deception as a noun. I feel like that's mm. not... Deceptor? Maybe? Can deception be a noun? I don't I don't think so. I think it's maybe they meant deceptor. Someone, I don't know. One that decepts. Any listener out there, let anything. me know. Can one deception who dece- be a noun? Deceiver. I'm going to leave this in. I'm going to leave this in. <laughs> I just said um, deceptor, which is not a word. De- I was Deceiver. Say, I don't think that's it either. Deceiver. Yeah, deceptor. Um, that's not a word. <laughs> yeah, but, but they duel. Uh, but Bane and Toto have already found the right spot to break into the vault, and we'll talk about the episode from there. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the original air date of this was um, October 2nd, 2009. It was Season 2, Episode 1, directed by Justin Ridge and writer Paul Dini. The uh, the little uh, theme of the episode is a lesson learned is a, a lesson learned is a lesson earned. A penny uh, saved so, yeah. is a penny earned. <laughs> exactly. I think, that's, I think that's supposed to be what it is. And the quote yeah. of this episode is, Deep in the temple, the intruders are. And that was said by Yoda. Um, so, mm-hmm. Brennan, what was your thought on Holocron Heist? Uh, you know, to start off, I would just like to say, isn't it weird that they called this character Jocasta? Because Jocasta is the name of uh, uh, fucking uh, Oedipus's mom-wife. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, I just feel like, of all the names from, like, mythology that you could have pulled from, uh, yeah. doing Oedipus's mom-wife was probably kind of a weird get. That's a weird... I mean, I, I should have known that. I mean, I've read the Odyssey. Um, That's not the Odyssey. It's not the Odyssey? It's what Oedipus. is that? It's, well, it's just the Oedipus. I know... Okay, I, I've read both Oedipus and the Odyssey. Oedipus Rex. They were in Oedipus the same the class. They were in the same class sophomore year of high school, so I'm getting them mixed up. That's fair. Um, I know. But, I, was, no, yeah, I was there, Ryan. <laughs> Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. You <laughs> were in that class. Yes, yes, yes. Many fond memories. Um, Yes, I remember that. We wrote poetry the, together. We did write poetry together, and I remember some of the poetry we wrote. Um, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Um, but first thoughts on Holocron Heist beyond Joe Costa News name. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like this episode has a really strong concept. Um, and there are some parts of this episode that are, like, really strong. I think the idea of, like, centering on, uh, like, the the bad guys for lack of a better word um as they try to like do things for palpatine is something that like you know we spend a lot of this show with the jedi so far um and kind of everything that they're doing you don't spend a lot of time just with the main protagonist of an episode being uh you know the the villain um which i think seeing like cad bane's like hideout and like his dealings with it you kind of before this kind of just got him like as he did a job and he was like cool went in did the job peaced out um but like this was seeing all the steps and like actually getting to see things go wrong for him i think was kind of interesting uh mm-hmm. that being said i think that like in general this like sort of made the mistake of focusing too much on things that weren't like prevalent to that and generally kind of uh focused on a lot of things that i felt were uh that detracted from the main part of uh the concept that was a long way of saying that (laughs) i like this episode i like these episodes i just they're not memorable for me yeah um, I feel like they could have been though. Is the problem? 
Yeah, they're perfectly entertaining while they while they, while it's happening, and I'm engaged in it. But I just feel like even now, I watched these episodes last night, and I don't even really feel like I remember it too well. Um, and it wasn't from lack of paying attention. I just feel like um, a lot of it is just you know it's fun generic Clone Wars season two. You know, it's um, it it, it can get like you said, it could have been bigger. Um, I mean, it's kind of a big concept, like Palpatine trying to steal a holocron yeah. through ba- through a bounty hunter to like kidnap uh force sensitive children and have them be like his like dark side like spy slaves like that's pretty intense stuff and pretty big stuff i feel like but it just never feels like it has that weight i don't know if it's because like i had seen it before and i knew he didn't succeed or whatever but i don't know just and there were there were some moments that were weird in children of the force because i'm like yes anakin and ahsoka are saving these younglings but then probably some of them are going to get murked by anakin in a couple (laughs) years so like are we actually saving these people from anything? Like, yeah, that's true. Um, it just it, it overall it feels weird. But uh, this first episode, I I think it's my no, I think it's my second favorite of the three. Um, you know, it, like you said, it's fun. I do like the uh, the shapeshifter whose name is Cato Parasiti. I thought she not uh, Zam actually says he no, not Zam Weasel because <laughs> she's dead. Yeah. Um, but no, I I liked playing with that a little bit. I like how she uh. He, Keep saying cheeks. I thought had a female think- voice, but it's, a, it's. I think it's probably because of Zam. You're thinking of um, uh, Zam Wessel. Yeah, um, he shape shifts into the uh, you know the Jedi, which is fun, and then Jocasta new, which um, you know it's an entertaining sequence when Jocasta Jocasta you know in air quotes yeah. fights Ahsoka. My only problem with it is why the hell would this bounty hunter be good enough to fight Ahsoka she Tano with a lightsaber? She has a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, like where? How does that happen? Yeah. Um, you know, like you, I, I found it entertaining. I really loved seeing the interaction between Cad Bane and Palpatine, which was, I, I would say, the the most entertaining stuff throughout the entire trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed seeing his hideout. I love Toto three hundred and sixty, voiced by the great Seth Green. Um, <laughs> yeah. We we do get a little bit more in hi- uh, of him in this series because of the weird wonky nature that the fact that the show isn't aired in chronological order, which still is baffling. Yeah, it's very um, very strange. It's like, look, I, guess I don't know how I stayed up with it when I was a kid, just seeing these episodes and like Toto dying and then him just coming back <laughs> yeah, in, in season like, three. When did this happen? Just like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? Did, didn't did we explicitly have a plot point in the show before that this character was dead? Didn't um, he explode? Yeah. I, I do love that sequence, though. Bomb. Um, when, when Cad, like just sacrifices Toto mm-hmm. to distract from what he was actually doing. And that's, I mean... Those are the kind of badass moments that stick with me from these episodes, specifically when, like, Cad Bane explodes the outside of the, the holocron um, vault and then just, like, walks through like a badass and, like, turns his head, you know, and, like, slicks off his cap. Like, th- those are the kind of badass moments it's that I remember from this episode. Um, but is there anything specific from this episode that you want to talk about that you want to hit on that you really liked? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, like seeing I, I talked about seeing cad bane's like hideout um and like kind of where he is the fact that he's like still on coruscant um you know i i feel like that's one thing that's interesting about star wars is that like i don't think about the fact that like sometimes people just like stay on planets you know yeah like a lot like we are always jumping around to all of these different like planets and it's always like oh we're just visiting right now um but it's interesting to follow a character who is like set up shop on coruscant and is like peeking through the blinds of their hideout like look at all the ships going by um or the cars i don't know the speeders um but like I think that scene where he's like actually putting the stuff uh, in in the droid uh, and t- telling him, "Oh yeah, I'm just fixing you up" or whatever. He's like, "Oh cool, thanks." Um, and I also think that their dynamic is is kind of funny, just because he's like, "I'm a service droid, not your butler," and he's like, "You're whatever I fucking want you to be." <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like once they get into the library, uh, it wasn't really like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really, I, I agree with you. I didn't really feel the stakes. I was just kind of like, oh, like maybe they'll get it. Maybe they won't. And if they don't, then next episode, it'll be resolved. I'm sure because this doesn't happen later on, uh, to my knowledge. Um, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I had trouble feeling the stakes in this episode. Uh, well, but I had actually, moments. maybe I could, maybe there's a dropped line in evil plans, which is an episode from season three. 
but this is supposed to be the earliest... And, and here in the episode guide, these are in chronological order. This is supposed to be the earliest episode featuring Cad Bane. Hmm. And Toto 360 is in, in a later episode that's supposed to take place later. Now, maybe I'm forgetting the drop line because it has been years since I've seen those episodes. Yeah. You got a new but one? that would require a lot of know. Cad Bane to sneak back into... Uh, sneak back into the Jedi Temple, take the scraps of Toto, and rebuild and him, which I feel like him. Cad just does not care that much about Toto. Yeah, probably not. Um... So no, like you said, I I did love their dynamic. I thought they had a really fun dynamic. Um, and, and when he does sacrifice him, it, it did make me a little sad because I'm like, I do like this character and I do want to see more of them. Which again, we do very limited amount, but sure. But yeah, no, I think this is a fun episode. I I do love seeing the Jedi Temple, and I do love seeing those kind of those kind of things throughout this episode in the archive, in the actual holocron uh, vault. I think it's very cool stuff, and I, I also did really like the, uh, I completely forgot about the scene, I did really love the battle on Felucia. I thought it was really, yeah, that was cool. really well done. Um, Felucia's it, it, a cool one broad, one broad thing that I do want to talk about with these three episodes, it, it, it does feel like even if the animation quality hasn't fully developed, like it's it's it, it, it again is still getting marginally better mm-hmm. as we go along. It hasn't like made a big leap. But what I think has gotten a lot better, and this is what we've been we were even saying at the end of season one, is the directing. Yeah. I think the camera work or you know artificial camera work has been really solid these past few episodes, and to the point I think these are actually the best directed episodes that we've seen. A lot of interesting stuff being done visually. Yeah, it seems like they're really up their, like, storyboarding game, if I'm honest, just with, like, the very clear shots that we get in a lot of these moments. Um, and it's not as generic, like, in terms yeah. of, like, visuals. Yeah, I think that in season one, we were definitely getting more of them kind of fiddling around with, like, this new style of 3D animation. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious... Getting as... used to doing it on a small scale on, like, yeah. TV. I, I'm, yeah, I'm curious as to, like, what... Uh, programs they were working with if they were if they did like everything in maya oh or if they did some stuff in photoshop um I, i'm a little familiar with the animation process but uh i, I would be I interested. Zero familiar so yeah i i would <laughs> I be interested no to know how they did it though yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely improved and and yeah i think i think part of it maybe is that because i know going back and watching interviews with lucas and filoni back at the time like big challenge for them was trying to figure out like okay pixar's been doing this for you know 15 years but how do we do it on you know a a fifth of the budget you know to be able to do it on tv and i think they're starting to figure it out and and it's just i I don't know if it's just a a good transfer of it on disney plus or whatever but it the images are looking crisper the the camera work is looking less generic and regardless of the story that they're telling you can i can feel the quality of the show just slowly going up and up even if the stories in season two from what i remember aren't as good as some of the stories in season one or just as memorable i feel like season two is the most forgettable season sure um if i'm remembering correctly but i i feel like if nothing else i feel like this is the this show's getting its footing right you know so uh yeah i don't this this episode ends with cad bane getting away Mm -hmm. he gets the holocron surprisingly um and he's going to get i believe his name is balo rupal uh uh um, not an Amoidian, not an Amoidian. What's uh, a a Rodian, a Rodian Jedi, which I don't think we've ever seen before. Um, a Greedo, so I'm, if you will. <laughs> uh, he's a Greedo. No, that's it literally where my brain was like, he's a Greedo Jedi, but he's it's not the that is not the species What's name. The name. Um, so he's going after a Rodian Jedi to try to get this crystal. So I do think that this episode ends in a very strong way because, you know, it, it leaves a lot of things unresolved. It shows once again, going off of hostage crisis at the end of last season, just like Cad Bane is a badass and he is not someone that you want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. But I do like how later episodes do, he's not a God. He's not a cheat code. You know, he, he does mess up at some points and I do like that. Um, yeah, he's not but yeah, Brendan, do you have, do you have anything else from Holocron Heights that you want to talk about before we get to final thoughts on this one? Um, no, I have something that I want to talk about after final thoughts, because okay. I, I feel like since it's just the two of us, it might be fun to, to talk about this since this is a Star Wars podcast. Um, go ahead. I mean, well, let's, let's talk about final thoughts for, yeah, for, for Holocron Host. I, um, I, I think. For Holocron Host? Yeah. <laughs> Holocron Hoth. Uh, 
yeah, I, I think that this episode was, like I said before, really heading in the right direction, and it had some moments. Um, I think seeing, like, Yoda kind of directing them through the temple and things like that was was kind of a, a cool moment, um, just to see how the how he's using the Force uh, to direct people. Um, you know, I, I wish that they had done a little bit more with it. I'm not exactly... I, the problem is, when I say that, I can't exactly put my finger on, okay, this is what I would have, like enjoyed seeing instead um maybe it's because we spent a little too much time with the hacker in the library and i wasn't really feeling the stakes of that um but yeah i I think that this was a good episode it just wasn't super memorable yeah so you 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 add it to your your sacred text i you know what because it is the earliest point that we see cad bane i think that it's important um and also we get some development with ahsoka um, which yeah. I, I always think is important in this show. So I think that, uh, like I said before, you will be hard pressed to find an episode that I won't say, yes, watch this, uh, too. Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot of your points here. It's, it's not a memorable episode. It's an entertaining episode. I do. I do like what you said, the stuff about Ahsoka, which we didn't really touch on too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's another example of Ahsoka learning. Um, and I think if, if you want another one of these Ahsoka learning episodes, I know you didn't like Storm over Ryloth, I did, but this is, I feel like this is a good choice to throw onto that list. Like if you want, if you want a stack of like maybe five to 10 episodes of like, this is early Ahsoka to like help with the development arc later in the, in the series, I think this is a good one to add onto your list. Um, it's entertaining enough. You get a lot of fun banter between Toto and Cad Bane and, and some fun action, some awesome sequences with Cad Bane sneaking through the temple. So um, while it's not a super memorable episode, like I said, I will add it to my sacred text because I think that, like you said, it, it is a good starting point for a lot of characters and a good, you know, early point in their, in the beginning of their arc for the other characters. So, uh, what was it, what was it that you wanted to do before we get to Cargo of Doom? Oh, uh, so talking about Zam Wessel, I was thinking, I was like, why? Cause I pronounced it Zam Wiesel and I was like, why did I pronounce it that way? And I remembered it's because... Of one thing in particular, did you ever okay. get, uh, did you ever go to the hyperspace hoopla in, uh, uh, it, well, it was, then it was MGM, but it's Disney Hollywood studios. Um, I don't know if you ever had no, that experience. I, think I did. So hyperspace hoopla was a stage show that ran when they did the star Wars weekend things in Disney. I, I did go to that when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I caught it a few times, but essentially the general like gist of it was that it was hosted by these two random people that weren't like star Wars characters, but it would basically like, I don't know. They were like fake star Wars characters. I forget their names. Um, but essentially what would happen was like, hi, I'm Bob and I'm Jim. Yeah. Well, it was, it was a man and a woman. I think the man's name may have been Bob, but I could be wrong. (laughs) Um, uh, and essentially what it was, was people like the Star Wars characters that you could meet at Star Wars weekends, they would all go and they would all dance to different songs. Um, and it was... I've seen, like, random videos of similar type <laughs> things from Disney World, yeah. It's just the worst thing ever. You see, like, um, Darth Vader, like, breakdance. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, all of the, like... All of the female characters would come out and dance to like single ladies or something, and I was like, "This Ew. isn't this isn't ob- this isn't objectifying women at all. This is really great. I, thank you, Disney That's... World. I really appreciate this." Um, but it would like draw huge crowds for no reason. Uh, I remember Palpatine. They did a year where oh, like no. Palpatine took it over, and he was like, "I'm here to make all of them dance bad or something." I don't remember. It was stupid. Um, they will channel the dark side with their popping and locking. Basically, that's that's essentially what it was. If you haven't seen Hyperspace Hoopla, uh, if you're if for the listeners out there, of which there are none, um, it is I, now canon, so you gotta watch it. I highly recommend you go check out Hyperspace Hoopla. Alrighty, well, it's the worst. Well, we are we were not here for a review of Hyperspace Hoopla. We were here for a review of Cargo of Doom. You got an extra review of Hyperspace Hoopla. I thought it was so, important. I, I, I too feel it was important. Thank you for sharing, Brendan. You're welcome. Um, so we are to Cargo of Doom, Season 2, Episode 2, also original air date October 2nd, 2009, directed by Rob Coleman, and the writer was just uh, George Christick. Plot summary here via the episode guide. After stealing the holocron, Cad Bane locates Jedi Bola Rapal, keeper of the Kyber Memory Crystal. 
If the holocron is open, the kyber crystal can be used to unlock a secret list of Force-sensitive children in the galaxy, a list that could endanger the future of the Jedi Order. To open the holocron and complete his mission for Darth Sidious, Bane needs the powers of a Jedi. Seeking a Jedi to open the holocron, Bane captures Bala Rapal and torments him, but Bala refuses to do the bounty hunter's bidding and even, even at the cost of his own life. When Anakin and Ahsoka storm Bane's frigate, Bane sees a way to achieve his goal. He captures Ahsoka and threatens to blow her out of the airlock. Knowing Ahsoka's in danger, Anakin is faced with a dilemma. Giving Bane what he wants exposes his Jedi Order to danger, but he can't let Ahsoka die. Reluctantly, he uses the Force to open the holocron. And of course, because it's a Star Wars Clone Wars episode, Clone, uh, Ahsoka does not die. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the little theme for this episode is overconfidence is the most dangerous form of carelessness. And then the quote of the of the episode is of all Jedi, why did I wind up with Skywalker? And that was said by Admiral Yuarin. And I feel like that's a good point to start with with this episode because I like this episode. This episode is basically a giant action sequence, which is fun. Pretty much. Um, but it, I do think it's the least memorable um, of the three because I, I don't remember it very much. It just feels like I kind of just remember a big action sequence. Yep. One of my biggest points of 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 ire with this episode is how much of a dickhead Admiral Yularen is throughout this episode. And it's just to and the just point where I'm like, dude, you're, you're just annoying at this point. And I feel like, I think it was this episode, maybe it was the next one. Um, Anakin or Ahsoka, like, beams... Oh, no, it's the next one. It's the start of the next one, which is, like, right... You know, it's the very beginning of the next one after Cad Bane is, like, stowing away. Yeah. And Anakin's like, Admiral Yularen, uh, turn off all the hyperspace rings. And he's like what? Why would I do that? And instead of just, like, listening to Anakin, who is obviously distraught, and telling him to, like, do something that's obviously important, he just... just That quote reminded me that Yularen is just... I, I remember liking him, but he's kind of just a dickhead. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know... Big um asshole. <laughs> I, I do like the beginning of this episode of him, you know, even in the, in the newsreel footage, or whatever you want to call it, we see that the aftermath of him capturing Rapal, and this is a very cool concept that I didn't. I think is new to Star Wars that there was this kyber crystal with a list of all of the four yeah. sets of children in the galaxy, and there's a Jedi that is specifically guarding it. I mean, they they off him really quick, but it's a cool concept. There is, um, it's actually kind of interesting because uh, something that we'll be talking about in a few weeks uh, is the uh, the game Fallen Order, uh, and yeah. one of the plot points in this is that they are looking for. Uh, oh. the list of all of the force sensitive uh, children for this crystal. I don't necessarily know if it's this crystal in particular. I'm I maybe I missed something in the game. I thought it was just a holocron or some shit like that. Um, okay. But they that like that was a familiar kind of uh, thread to me uh, that there is this list of all the force sensitive children in the galaxy and that's what they're looking for. And I, if it, this is the first time that it's appeared, that would be kind of interesting because I, yeah, I think you're right. We have never heard of something like that before. I mean, it is some tech mumbo jumbo when we get down to it, the holocron, like you need the holocron to read the names, which doesn't really make too much sense. Like I thought a holocron was just like a box with some force essence in it or something. I think a holocron is information itself, which is weird that you then need the crystal to go into the holocron. What is the box? I don't think we need to get too much, like, yeah, what's in the box. I feel like we don't need to (laughs) get into the details of the the technology of the Jedi too, too much, but I don't know. It just just feels kind of weird. Hmm? It's still interesting, like, to know how it it works, but... Seems but, a little but do they know how it works? Like, is there even a way that it works, or did they just make this up? They were just like, uh, pants? sure. <laughs> uh, crystal in crystal cube? Question mark that totally. pulls apart when you use the force. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, he just fucking offs Baller Paul, which is like, yeah, he straight up murders him. What the hell? <laughs> Not like really quick too. Baller Paul like, no, I won't open. He's like, turn it on. Don't turn it off. <laughs> what? And the, and the droids are like, is that going to kill him? I, I did like this back and forth. I don't normally like the droids, but when the droid was like, isn't that going to kill him? And he's like, what are you a medical droid? He's like, uh, no. And he's like, okay, then turn it up. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> His life signs are gone. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. Cad Bane. Yeah. And like, that's, that's my point where it's like, we don't see him being perfect. Like, like, that's an obvious fuck up. Like, dude, you're killing your one source of being able to open this list. Like, come on. That's also like, I feel like it's kind of interesting because we're starting to transition into this, uh, like 
this is not necessarily a kid's show or like only yeah, for he just kids. Got fried a fish to death. Yeah, literally, they like, he tortured someone to death. I mean, like really quickly, and I don't know. It was a little bit jarring. And gruesomely, like lie. on screen, like you saw the life leave his body. Yeah, he, he electrocuted him to death. Kind of fucked. Which is intense, uh, to say the least. But a little bit. Obi Wan or not Obi Wan? Anakin and Ahsoka go after Cad Bane. And we get some some really fun action sequences. Um, yeah. I really love the no grab stuff in the middle of this episode. I think that was probably the standout sequence mm. for me. Um, oh, we do get a, a new outfit for Ahsoka, so yeah, she's finally red. not just wearing a tube top. You know, <laughs> um, uh, this fucking fourteen year old is finally wearing some clothing in space, um, <laughs> but only in space. Don't worry, we're gonna go right back to the tube top next episodes. Um, uh, it still doesn't make sense. I, I don't know whose decision that was. It was like, hey, 14-year-old, it's just like a bra. really cool design idea if we just put, like, a 14-year-old in nothing. It'll it's, it'll make sense. It's her tribal clothes. What are you talking about? Stop sexualizing children. Fucking like, pedophiles. Shakti, Shakti wears covering clothing. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, like, a Tugrutan thing. Like, even later, like, when she gets... She gets more clothed as she gets older. Yeah. Yeah. What? It, that. Good. That just doesn't. That just that <laughs> that that. I mean, good that she gets more clothed, but more clothed as she gets older. I feel like that's a that's a little backwards. I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it matters either way. I think just the fact that it's weird that they took this like fourteen year old and they were like, yeah. hey, you know, it would be the best outfit for her. Um. I don't know. It just, it feels it's, it's, weird to me. It does feel weird. Um, but at least in this episode, we didn't have to worry about it. Um, but, but I do feel like having her change outfits does even call it to attention even more. Um, but no, yeah, I, I do, I do like the middle action sequence in this episode. I like when the, when the one bomb gets dislodged and it's kind of just like chilling up in the middle of the, the battlefield and they have to avoid hitting it. So the whole hangar doesn't explode. Meanwhile, Cad Bane's trying to get away. Um, with the crystal and stuff. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I, the action of this episode is very fun. And I think that is the biggest, um, plus to the episode. And anytime it's action with Cad Bane snarling at the camera, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely really cool. Um, I, I was kind of curious though. Like I still don't understand how he got the shock thing on her so easily. Like it, yeah. I feel like they were just kind of getting towards the end of the episode and they were like, well, this, this needs to happen. This needs to happen. So yeah. she's going to drop her lightsaber and he's just going to put it on. And Cat, cool. yeah, Cad Bane's just going to go down like a punk. Yeah, exactly. To like, to try to trick her. One of that, cl- one of those classic moves, you know. Oldest trick um, in the book. One, one of those, one of those guys. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fun. You know, it, it, it gives a good scene then when Anakin is, you know, opening the holocron for Bane with, with Ahsoka in the cell. But, you know, of course... <laughs> Of course, Ahsoka wasn't going to get sucked out into space, so you knew that it was going to be fine. But I guess it's it a did. Horrible way to die. It, it did uh, successfully work for Cad Bane. You know, he got the list, yeah. um, and Ahsoka and Anakin were fine. It, it was it was a tense scene, even though we knew that Ahsoka wasn't going to die. Sure. Um, but I, I again, it, it it is cool to see the holocron like open. Like that's a cool piece of lore to see. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Kind of neat yeah. to like see that process. Yeah, and, and Bane starts to get away, you know, he has that battle with that clone and steals his armor, which is very cool. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think we actually see that until the next episode, but that's what happens yeah. here at the end of this episode. Um, but we know it happens. Yeah, yeah this, is, this was an entertaining, <laughs> fun episode. I don't, is there anything else from uh, Cargo of Doom that you want to talk about? I mean, aside from its stupid name, uh, <laughs> I sure. think yeah. that it's, you know, it, it, you're right, it is kind of a forgettable action sequence. Um, I think there's some, but still entertaining. Yeah. Still entertaining. I think that there's, um, in terms of like growth between like relationships, I think seeing the relationship between Anakin and Ahsoka grow in this way, um, is, is pretty interesting. Um, I guess I'm kind of talking about my final thoughts about it right now. Might as well go into it. Yeah. Um, but to continue off of that, I think that like, it's always important to kind of see the way that like relationships like that grow so that we don't kind of take them for granted. And we're not just like, yeah, these two would die for each other, but they'll never prove it on screen. 
Um, I, and I think it's kind of interesting when they get forced into these situations where that's like a call that they have to make. Like, are they willing to like give up uh, on each other just to like save the galaxy or, you know, is Anakin still too attached? Uh, and he, you know, he is, you know, he is. And he proves it again. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I, I'm going to say again, watch this episode. I don't have any problems with it that I think you should just skip it entirely. Yeah. Um, Again, memorable, entertaining action sequence featuring Cad Bane and some badass action. So yes, watch this episode. Um, if if nothing else, like these were the first episodes of season two, so I think it's it's good to watch them just to set the stage for the season. Um, I, I, the bounty hunters. I think I think this was the whole season's subtitle was Rise of the Bounty Hunters. So you kind of have to like, hmm. you know, set the stage for that. Um, yeah, I think it's an entertaining episode. I think you should watch it. I don't think there's really much else to say about it. Um, but no, yeah, so moving on to season two, moving episode right three. Um, <laughs> air date is October 9th, 2009, directed by Brian Kalen O'Connell and written by Henry Gilroy and Wendy Marisol. Uh, it is called Children of the Force in the plot summary. Having stolen the list of four sensitive children, Darth Sidious hires Cad Bane to kidnap the inf- infants. Sidious plans to return the chil- uh, to turn the children into spies and servants of the dark side. Uh, the Jedi capture what? Bane on Naboo, but not before some children fall into his clutches. Uh, what has the bounty hunter done with these children of the Force? On Rodia, Bane hypnotizes the mother of Wee Dun, a Force-sensitive Rodian child, to persuade her to give up her child. Obi-Wan is right behind the bounty hunter, but Bane escapes with Wei. Uh, Bane's luck runs out on Naboo, where Ahsoka captures him. The Jedi interrogate Bane, and he reveals the location of the stolen holocron, but not where the children are. Anakin and Ahsoka discover that Bane has been to Mustafar. They rush to the volcanic world where Darth huh. Sidious commands, uh, where under Darth Sidious commands, the children are being prepared uh, for experiments to expose them to the dark side. And the little theme for this episode is the first step to correcting a mistake is patience, and the quote is, among the children of the Jedi, there are no innocents. And that was said by Darth Sidious. Um, and that was said by Emperor Palpatine. So, um, so yeah, I definitely the most episode here so what what did you think of children of the force yeah i i think that this was um you know there there was a lot of cool uh elements to this um you know we kind of see some weird kidnapping work that cad bane is doing but he's kind of like fuck it why not uh <laughs> he's like why why am i kidnapping children he's like don't worry and palpatine's it. like just do it and he's do like eh, all right yeah, all right, I'll do it. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that it's uh, kind of interesting later on when we see, like, the Jedi mind trick, um, where they, like, d- the simultaneous Jedi mind trick, uh, which I don't think is something that we've seen before, um, in the Clone Wars, at least. Uh, I think it's kind I of... Don't, I don't think so, and that was a really cool scene. Yeah, that was a really cool scene, and I really liked the uh, the kind of compulsion that they had him under... Um, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a fun that, uh, we get to see Anakin go to, uh, Mustafar before, uh, Revenge of the Sith. So we know that really he, cool detail. He has been there before. Um, yeah. and then also like even the interaction that he has with Palpatine where he's like, do you have any ideas who it could be? And he's like, no, man, I don't know. He's like, cool. Keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was a cool episode. I thought there was a lot of cool elements. Yeah, I agree. This is my favorite of the three, for sure. Um, the only problem that I would say with it is there's a little too much plot compared to the other two. You know, True. I feel like you could have um, you could have really spaced this episode and Cargo of Doom. You could have, like, taken half of Cargo of Doom out in terms of time yeah. and put the second half of this episode there. Um, but just because, like, the, the first ten minutes of this episode just constantly moving, what? like, 30-second scenes. Um, like, Cad Bane gets captured. Yeah. And then escapes, and then gets captured, and then escapes, and then gets captured. Like, and then escapes. Like, it's it's a lot for one episode, but, um, no, I did like it. I, there were a ton of scenes in it that I really enjoyed, um, and it was it was fun. I, everything about it was good, and I like the relationship um, development even more between Anakin and Ahsoka here. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Great scene with uh, with Cad Bane being injured, pretending to be the clone. I yeah. almost wanted them just to drag this out a little longer. I wanted it to be a little more of an extended sequence. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's understandable. It's It was kind of a cool deception uh, to see that they were, like... He was pretty easily able to just, like, infiltrate their ranks. 
I think was cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if they would have let it get out of the hangar and had him, like, like go actually go to the mess hall, I don't know. I mean, that logistically, that doesn't make sense because he's trying to steal a, a ship. I just wanted it to be a little longer than a minute of him trying to blend in. Yeah. Um. Maybe hearing, like, what his voice would have sounded like him trying yeah. to, like, imitate uh-huh. being a clone, yeah. um, trying to talk to Ahsoka. Um, <laughs> but it, it was still a cool scene, minus Yalaren being a dipshit. Um. But yeah, he gets away and he has that conversation with Palpatine where he's like, yeah, again, he's like, kidnap these children. And Bane's like, you know what, fucking, fucking guy, sure, whatever. You're going to pay me triple? <laughs> um, as long as you're Kidnap paying these children. Um, and he does it. And I, I, I do like the scene when when he is kidnapping the one kid from Rhodia. Um, and, you know, he he's dressed in the, in the robe, and he says, you know, there's been a lot of Jedi imposters out and around trying to, you know, kidnap yeah. children. <laughs> that was, it was creepy, but it was, it was kind of cool. Like, it was, it was, it was, again, creepy, but cool. Yeah, it was weird, because, like, he was literally just describing what he was doing. What he was doing, <laughs> yeah, was it's like, weird, uh, but it okay. was, it was unnerving, but it was still, like, interesting. Yeah. Um, And that shot when, you know, after he hypnotizes the mom and Obi-Wan comes in. She's got the gun pointed at him, and, and Jedi he, don't you know, talks her out of blasters. it. But then that whip pan left, and you just see Cad Bane yeah. in the robe, standing there, just yeets off the He's roof. Like, so, <laughs> like again, unnerving but cool. Um, I think it's and, yeah. It was really fucking weird um, when like I'm I'm reading over some of the description of the episode again, um, and I, I guess I didn't think about it this much. Uh, when I was watching it, but when Palpatine's like, yes, it's time to perform surgery on the children. And if yeah, they don't survive, they do I don't them? care. I don't know. Because being a, like, maybe, I don't know, were they going to turn them into, like, early stage Inquisitors or something? I don't... Maybe. But, but that, do, do, do Inquisitors require, like, a lobotomization or whatever? No, they just get tortured until they yeah. comply. It's it's not like... You can't torture a baby. Like, what the fuck is the baby going to do? <laughs> Just cry. <laughs> it's just cry and die, probably. Like, yeah. it's just fucked. Like, what are you doing? What? It, like, I don't understand what the surgery that he has planned, planned is. Um, Maybe it's something like... Oh, you know what? I don't want to say that. Um, because, spoilers ahead. So, never Wait, mind. What? Disregard what I was going to say. Okay. Um, I won't think about it. Don't, don't even think about brain surgery. Anakin um, is Darth Vader? What? Anakin... Guys, I got some big news for you. <laughs> Luke is Darth Vader's kid. He's what? Um, yeah, big news. Didn't see it coming. Um, no one did. But, yeah, I completely lost what I was going to say because I was like, oop, almost spoiled the show. Um, oh, God. But, oh, man, no, yeah, that, that surgery was weird, especially when it was like, it was just just big claw that was coming over the kid's head yeah. and Sidious was like, yes, yes, cut into their brain. I was like, what? okay, this is, this is weird. Hey, what the um, fuck, dog? Yeah, seriously. Um, the sequence that I thought, again, went a little fast, but it was still really cool, was when Ahsoka and Anakin went to Naboo, and they were kind of sneaking around the Gungan city, which we learned that yeah. uh, Jar Jar is, in fact, um, Plagueis in this episode, because we <laughs> learned that Gungans can be Force-sensitive. Well, we um, all know that Darth Jar Jar exists. We know it's a thing. Um, yeah. It was obviously. the plan the whole time. That's going to be the plot. That's going to be the plot of episodes 10, 11, and 12, actually. I Since so. Jar Jar disappears after episode 3, he was he went into hiding like Palpatine. God, um, I hope so. I read something that was, like, in a like a book. I don't know what book it was. But that he turned into, like, a jester and got his tongue cut out or some yeah. shit. That's so I sad. Was an old comic or something, yeah. They, they did Jar Jar wrong. Yeah. They did Ahmed Best wrong. That's who they did wrong. Yeah. Ahmed Best got fucking shit on by star wars fans no he's not his fault yeah not his fault at all and then he was on george Twitter. lucas's fault like so many anyone that's not just a white dude in star wars i mean even white dudes aren't immune to it because jake lloyd's life got fucking ruined by star wars fans <laughs> yeah, that's true um yeah we are just as a fan base we are gross sometimes i have that has to be called out that's why i don't um, i will like i hate calling myself like a fan of something and i hate trying to like associate with other like fans because there's like there's always like a ton of so people. much toxic culture yeah but they just take it too far and like it's with yeah. star wars it's with like literally everything 
Like, I don't like, like telling people that I enjoy things because I don't want them to be like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. And it's like, yeah, no, not like that. Star Wars people. <laughs> like, yes, I like it. I have a poster, but no. But not like I, that. I, I, I don't bully people yeah. off of social medias um, and sit in the corner of my dark room and just eat stale salt. Oh, poo on your mom. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, yeah um back to uh children of the force but no yeah, yeah. oh yeah the the gungan scene i thought this was i thought this was a cool scene you got to see the inside of a gungan city above water i didn't know that yeah. existed that was um, a cool change of pace and also the gungan baby is cute i thought i thought sure. the gungan baby was cute yeah i never thought i would see a baby gungan but now that i saw one i didn't like, ask to i didn't ask to <laughs> but it's, it's not as cute as baby yoda but it is that cute is true. Baby Yoda's um, cute. much cuter than when the Gungans become adults. Um, spoilers for the Mandalorian. Think, spoiler for the Mandalorian. That's, that's a, a good side point, though. Is that like that was like a big reveal in the Mandalorian? Yeah. Was that like Baby Yoda was a thing? Because I remember like you wa- had to watch that shit opening weekend. Exactly. Like I remember seeing it, uh, like and watching it like the day it came out and being like, "Oh my god, that's like a baby Yoda!" And I was like, "I like I don't want to spoil that for anyone else, um, and like I don't want to ruin their experience." And then immediately, like every sh- like every social media was just flooded with baby Yoda, and I was like, "Oh yeah, never mind." <laughs> it was too cute. You couldn't keep it. It down. was adorable. I, you, there was yeah. no way you were ever gonna keep baby Yoda down, especially like even a couple weeks later, and I think episode four when he was sipping that soup. Oh like my god, over. the soup gift. It's over. You yes. can't you can't contain this. Um I love the baby Yoda. Soup. And I think I think Lucasfilm knew that. I think Lucasfilm knew what they had. Sure. Um But yeah, apparently we are uh, side note, apparently we are still getting season two on time, even with the pandemic. Really? That's exciting. That is exciting. Um apparently they finished shooting uh before the pandemic shut everything down, which I didn't think there was ever any confirmation of, but there seems to have been confirmation that it's coming on time. Finally get to find out what happens to Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh yeah. Soka's gonna be. I'm. I've stayed away from the the Mandalorian season two hype. I'm just trying to not think about it too much. Mainly because I think I've just tried to stay away from Star Wars a decent amount in terms of like the hype and the cycle of it after Rise of Skywalker was so shitty. Fair. Um, I was like, I'm super excited for these Clone Wars episodes. I'm gonna watch these Clone Wars episodes and I'm just gonna take a break. And I think that's why this this I decided for this show just to be focused on Clone Wars right now. Just like. I want to be positive for a while with Star Wars, you know. Yeah. I just want to go back and watch something that I enjoy and try to find that love again. Because and then I'm talk not about lie. the Bad Batch and talk about the Bad Batch. I'm very excited for that show. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. This is a tangent. Just Rise of Skywalker. Just really, it hurts to think about. Yeah. Like it is terrible. That's yeah, not a good movie. Like, like the more I think about it, and the more I watch it. Like I've seen it three or four times. I think I've seen it. I've seen it four times at this point. No, I've seen it. I've seen it five times at this point. Jesus. Why are you doing this? And it's just... Well, because I saw it three times opening weekend, because I bought (laughs) tickets to see it three times opening weekend. Yeah. I saw it twice opening night. You were... I was with you for one of them, and I... Like, I saw it with my dad at, like, seven. This is a complete side tangent from the Clone Wars, but... I saw it opening night at, like, seven with my dad, and our big group of friends from back home... We're like, okay, we'll go see it um, together on opening night, too. And then we were like, okay, we'll go at 10 so that Floyd can come, you know, so that I could come and see it with you guys. I don't think and I, I was remember showing you. up. I think I was with. Oh, did our, you? Oh, no, that's right. You went with Matt. I was yeah, with I the rest with of the guys. Not Matt from the show, different Matt. Yeah, you were with a different friend, Matt. I was with Matt Monroy on the yeah. show, uh, who was on this show. And I believe Nolan was there, too. And I remember walking into the theater and just knowing that it's bad. Um, <laughs> and they were like, Floyd, don't tell us anything. Don't tell us if you liked it. And they were like, is it good? And I just, I just sat there just like with a stone face. I'm just like, I, I'm so like, it was like, it was like looking at myself in the past. It was all that like bright eyed, bushy tailed optimism that you're going to go yeah. in and watch this mo- awesome movie. And I'm like, I could, I could ruin your excitement <laughs> right now. I could absolutely obliterate all hope that you have for this movie. Um, so upsetting. And it gets worse as I think about it more. I try not ah, to. so bad. At this point. See, I try not to also, and for some reason I fucking own it. So I just, every once in a while, just walk past my Blu-ray shelf and just see it and just like, just, ah. And I think every time, every time, I, I thought about it on these episodes because I was like, ah, Palpatine. He's he's in episode nine for some reason. <laughs> he for some somehow stupid fucking reason for that um, long. 
Oh, it's so, so fucking stupid. And, like, thinking back to it now with, like, uh, when J.J. Abrams was like, yeah, I wanted him to be in the first trailer because, you know, Palpatine's in this movie and I don't really want, you know, really want to hide that. And I think it, it, it makes so much sense because it's so stupid that they were just trying to, like, beat it into your head like, hey, Palpatine's going to be in this movie. Don't ask why. Because uh, we don't know. Yep, don't ask why. That was that was the key phrase. We don't have the answers for you, so come up with them. We uh, come up with them yourself. Um, oh, okay. So get back to getting back to the episode from that huge side tangent. Yeah. But um, I do also really like the scene where Cad Bane escapes from Windu and Obi Wan after the the torture scene, which is intense. Um, I think that's a fun action scene. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he, and you know Cad Bane's fucking with him immediately. When Mace Windu is like, when he starts to walk towards the hologram, Mace Windu is like, nah, I'm gonna go. Like, Mace, you're gonna get fucked up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, this it's a fun action sequence. It cutting parallel with the Naboo stuff. I really like the yeah. middle part of this episode. Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely cool. I also think that, like, some of the stuff with Mace Windu, um, if you think about the Mace Windu thought he was the chosen one theory... Uh, yeah. it reads a lot differently, which I think is, is kind of interesting. Um, especially because I always see Mace Windu as like this really mature, uh, figure, but like the fact that he thinks that he's, um, like, like his hubris gets in the way a lot. Yeah. I think that that, like that really, like if you, th- like if you go into some of these scenes with that in mind, um, it really changes the context for you. So I don't know. Next time you go and see Mace in, in a scene or something, maybe give that a thought. It'll recontextualize some stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting theory. I don't know if I like hundred percent buy it, but it's definitely there. And like, there's nothing there to disprove it. Like it's one of those yeah. things that you can never like prove or disprove. Um, also the fact that Samuel L. Jackson thinks that he's still alive somehow. <laughs> I mean, who knows at this point, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? The next trilogy um, could be entirely focused on old, old, old Mace Windu. <laughs> they're they're going to bring back Palpatine and Mace Windu again, and they're going to be yeah. Master and Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be the big bads of the galaxy for Except 10, 11, and 12. Mace Windu is the Master this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's, 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 the, he's the Master yeah. at this point. Uh, he's been pulling the strings the whole time. Uh, he, he wanted to be yeeted out that window by Anakin. Um... But yeah, no, I, I also really like the ending here on Mustafar. Like you said, it's very cool that it's, it's fun to see that detective work, you know, Anakin and Ahsoka working together to find yeah. the Mustafar was on the system still. And it's a good scene. You know, there was, it was a little goofy when Sidious was just like, throw it in the lava. And then <laughs> what? The, the building just like, boom, just starts <laughs> dropping in the lava. Um, it is, a, it's a little goofy, but I, I like it as a climax. Again, it's yeah. fun to see that Anakin was at Mustafar before episode three. Come on, it's a lava planet. Just, just I toss know. it in the lava. It'll just, be fine. Just, like, I need to get rid of it. So, you know, just, just, just it dump it in the lava. And it's the exact same sequence that happens in episode three, basically, where they're just like, oh, okay, we see, like, in Rogue One especially. Yeah. There is terrain. Like, there's rock yeah. on the planet. I mean, there's, like, dried rock on the planet. Yeah. Why don't you fucking build your buildings on the dried rock because like Vader's no. castle? You always have to just put it right over the lava. Would be uh, <laughs> we need it to be as impractical as possible. Well, like Vader's castle is dope. It's on yeah. like a little like lava fall. It has a lava river that runs through it. That's fucking awesome. Still um, not entirely sure how that works, but yeah. Yeah. And here's another question: When does the terraforming start happening on Mustafar yeah. to to be in Episode Nine? don't episode nine creates so many problems is my point (laughs) even when you're trying to avoid the problems that episode nine does it it comes back it just undoes so much of the series as a whole it comes it it literally ruins so much i hate it so much uh but is there anything else from children of the force that you want to talk about brandon i don't really think so how about cool. you? Let's let's wrap this one up. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is uh, again. It's it's a good episode. I think it's probably the best out of the three. There is so much. Um, I almost wish that like I feel like they could have split like this up more in terms of content of the story arc, like you were saying. Um, it maybe could have been even like four episodes uh, instead of three, uh, just because there yeah. was so much and it felt like they were. And I'm I'm sure that it had things to do with, like, the studio being like, you get this many episodes this season. And they were like, cool, so we have to squeeze in this story in this many episodes. Mm-hmm. And this many, yeah. Um, but that being said, still, 
think it could have been a little bit like spread out more because it, it was very fast paced. Um, and I almost felt like it, we didn't spend enough time on some of the cooler parts of this episode. Um, yeah, don't know that. Um, I don't have much else to say about it. I think that this is a pretty cool episode. Uh, definitely add it to the sacred text. Give it a watch. Yeah, this is definitely getting added to my text. Like I said, it's the best episode. Um, action passed, really high octane. I, I, I like it for some, you know, in some respects for that. In some respects, it is a little too rushed. Um, I, I like all the sequence, sequences that we see. I like Bane evading capture. You know, I like Bane getting recaptured. I like the torture scene. I like all the scenes with the kids getting stolen by Bane and then getting, ca- uh, you know, saved. All of it was really exciting. Very fun to watch. Um, and I definitely think you should add it uh to the sacred text and i think you should watch this episode um so moving forward brennan next uh in two weeks we got a bigger bigger batch of episodes we got five episodes to talk about the geonosis arc from senate spy all the way to brain invaders uh invaders some some very different episodes you know we basically have a a remake of an alfred hitchcock movie with one of these episodes to a a full-on zombie episode at one point so Really weird, eclectic mix of episodes. I'm very excited to talk about. Kind of each one's their own genre, Pretty which cool is, that. I think, I think fun. Um, so come back next uh, two weeks for those uh, those reviews. Um, Brennan, do you remember these episodes at all? I do remember some of them. I'm sure it'll start to come back more once we actually get like into talking about them uh, and once yeah. I watch them again. Yeah, these are. I think at least so uh, there will be some of our favorite episodes i think of of the season in in this in this batch of episodes um Great. there are some ones some later that i think will probably be my favorite if i remember correctly but i think there's definitely going to be so the, the episodes in this in this arc will make our top 3s at the end of the season i'm sure um Fantastic. so Brennan, you want to tell the other people uh the people about the other shows on our network i would love to uh so of course we besides this show we have our flagship show which is the cinema talk podcast our long form movie review podcast the ctp movie journal which is matt and ryan's miscellaneous short form movie podcast featuring their best of lists stop wait what our improv comedy advice show we just did an episode of that uh not sure I think there's one coming out this week, but in two weeks, we did one with our very first guest, which just wanted to plug that very real quick. Very exciting. Because uh, it's me, Logan, and then one of Logan's friends from college, uh, which was, uh, Ed was a really awesome guest. Uh, and definitely when that comes out, super, super fun episode. Um, and also check the one that's coming out this week. We had two brand new characters on there. Um, Sweet. Yeah, just wanted to give that a quick plug because uh, some new stuff coming there. Uh, but then there was also uh, Back in Style, uh, which is our newcomer-friendly episodic review of Twin Peaks. Twisted Bung Mysteries. season two. Yes, very cool. Uh, Twisted Bung Mysteries, your one-stop shop for everything spooky and occult. Uh, this podcast, of course. And uh, finally, I Might Play That, which is our brand spanking new video game review podcast. I don't even know if we can say brain spanking new anymore. Like we're, we're getting in there with, it's like three episodes in. It's like three episodes. Maybe it's just new at this point. It's not brand spanking new anymore. That's just got to take the, it it is in like, you know, it's, it's getting there. Um, yeah. yeah. Follow us on social medias on uh, Twitter and Instagram at twisted mug media. Uh, hit us up with a like, hit us up with a follow. We just got over 200 uh, followers on Instagram. I I really appreciate all of you guys who follow us there. Yeah, but we want more. We want, we want another zero and then another zero and then another zero. We want to be, we want to rule the world is what we're saying. Exactly. Uh, but also you can email us anything that you want. You can email us about these episodes. You can e- email us about season one episodes. You can email us questions for Stockway What. Email us about Twisted Mug Mysteries, what movies we should be reviewing on CTP, what you thought about our reviews on CTP. All of those can be found at twistedmugmedia at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and get leave us a five-star review on wherever you are listening to uh, this podcast. We'd really, really appreciate it. So come back on Friday for a new Stop, Wait, What? And then, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to have something fun on the feed for you. Don't forget, we also have a YouTube channel, uh, which is the Twisted Bung Media Network on YouTube. Uh, we have some great videos up right now, uh, pretty much exclusively featuring Ryan and I, um, but I'm sure that we will have some more videos Basically. in the future. Uh, you just posted your second Criterion haul, yeah? I did. It is up. Yes, that's pretty great. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to watch that. I, I need to go check that out. Uh, and also, yeah, uh, soon, soon the Muppet video will come. <laughs> I need to figure out what it's. Uh... Ha- have you started production on it or are you still working? on I, it? I've started writing. I've started writing okay. it, um, but I'm sure that once I kind of get back into the swing of things uh, that you'll be seeing that for those of you that don't know, I watched every Muppet movie ever made. And also did you finish watching all of them. Yeah. I watched all of them. And also nice. I watched all of, uh, a bunch of their TV shows. 
um not not like the full series ones but some of the like limited runs that they did um so i fell deep down the muppet hole uh <laughs> and i'll be doing a video uh on that experience uh i'm not exactly sure what the th theme is going to be i'm still kind of working that out and why come to you, why sure. i did this but uh i'm excited for it even so yeah. so make sure to Keep like your eyes peeled for that yeah make sure to like favorite subscribe retweet reblog tickle my balls uh <laughs> exactly so we will be back we will be back in two weeks for some more clone wars reviews with you guys so uh thanks for listening i'm ryan i'm brendan and uh the force will be with you always see you guys always. I like that it went from the one time that you did it to now it's just completely exaggerated to okay and welcome back. All <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Octo Island podcast. <laughs> Was that not the real start? Do... No, but I'm going to do the same thing for the start, actually. All right, all right. I'm going to do it again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you had a clean take of it when you were doing it as a joke. <laughs> I know I could do it. I could do it as a joke. I couldn't do it for real. Let me try it again. All this is going at the end. Good. <sighs> Can't look at you. I just right, gotta. I'll just, I'll I just turn gotta around. Zone in. Let me turn around. It's just. I just gotta. Uh. I feel like that's funnier, you turning around, honestly. <laughs>